सहनावतु सहनौभुनक्तु सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावहै ओम शांति 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 नमस्श्रीशंकरानंद नमस्श्रीशंकरानंद गुरुपादाबुजन्मने गुरुपादाबुजन्मने सविलास महामोह सविलास महामोह ग्राहग्रासकर्मणे So during the last few classes we have been discussing the various obstacles which are there in taking place of the knowledge. And finally also was discussed and so it was said that the primary means for knowledge which are inquiry or deliberation based on the scriptures. And this which are our inquiry will ultimately fructify into knowledge but there could be obstacles which can delay the process and therefore one should continue this process not only in this life but if necessary the process will be continued one need not worry idea is one should continue this process as long as necessary i can continue the process during this life but what's the guarantee as to what will happen after i die and if this pursuit is not complete no problem at all because it will be automatically continued all this was discussed yesterday <coughs> of course there are many people who do not have even the uh, privilege of even listening to the scriptures or being exposed to this at all that shows that there are real strong obstacles now having said this now continuing the discussion from the verse 54 etavata sati pratibande tattva sakshatkarah tat sadhanabhuto vicharasya na sambhavati So said that pratibandhe sati, as long as obstacles are there, tetattva sakshatkara, or the knowledge of the truth does not take place. So it has been said, tat sadhanabhuto vicharasthina sambhavadi. And if the obstacles are even stronger, then very vichara or even the inquiry or the study of the scriptures also doesn't take place only because of obstacles. The idea is that when the obstacles will be removed, everybody will ultimately be exposed to this. Of course there are countless living beings and therefore this process will go on forever but the idea is that it is only the obstacles that are keeping me away from exposure to study and yet other obstacles that are keeping me away from the knowledge of my own self and it is a matter of just exhausting the obstacles by our self effort <coughs> okay so this has been all discussed now we are coming back to the topic under discussion इदानीं विचार असमर्थेन पुरुषार्थार्थिना किं कर्तव्यम ऑल राइट व्हाट शुड बी डन बाय द पर्सन हु इज नॉट केपेबल ऑफ दिस विचार सपोज वन डज नॉट हैव द काइंड ऑफ माइंड दैट इज रिक्वायर्ड फॉर विचार व्हाट इज प्राइमरी रिक्वायर्ड इज वैराग्य और डिस्पैशन ए माइंड विच इज फ्री फ्रॉम बेसिकली फ्री फ्रॉम वेरियस अटैचमेंट्स एंड एवर्जन रागद्वेशस then we have what we call an objective mind and it is that objective mind which is fit for vichara or deliberation upon the scriptures suppose one does not have that kind of a mind 
And therefore, one is not able to do the vichara inquiry or deliberate upon the scriptures. Vichara asamarthena purusharthartina One is desirous of freedom or liberation. Yes. But this particular means, which is vichara or inquiry, or study of the study and contemplation, deliberation upon the scriptures, suppose one is not able to do, because, because the mind is not ready for that, kim kartavyam, then what should that person do? Is there anything that that person can do? Then, this was already stated in the verse 28 of this very chapter, vichara akshamartyascha tachrutto pasate guruho. To say it earlier, those people who cannot perform this vichara or inquiry, they should go to the teacher, get instruction from the teacher, and do meditation. So it was said that meditation or upasana was presented as, as that which a person should do if vichara or the study and contemplation upon the scriptures is not possible. Idiyat prak pratignadam, that which was proposed earlier, tat upapadayati, that is now being shown with reasoning in the verse 54. Atyanta buddhiman dhyadva Atyanta buddhiman dhyadva Samagriya vapya sambhavad Samagriya vapya sambhavad Yo vicharam nalabhate Yo vicharam nalabhate Brahmo pasita sonisham Brahma Pasita Sonisham Atyanda Buddhimandyad Vasamagriyaha Vapi Asambhava. There can be two reasons. Atyanda Buddhimandyad on account of extreme dullness of the intellect, which is not, otherwise, in, otherwise there is all the desire to gain the knowledge, desire for liberation is there, but the intellect is not prepared to be able to apply itself to the study of the scriptures. Or samagriyaha vapi asambhavat. Or the samagri, the necessary conditions which are required to perform this vichara may not be there. Samagri asambhava nama to upadesh to guruhu asambhava. Suppose the teacher is not there. One is desirous of learning all right, but then the teacher, the competent teacher who can unfold the scriptures before us, suppose the teacher is not there. Then, so one is that I myself, I have, in my intellect or my mind is not ready. It is somewhat dull mind. Or that I don't have the, the, uh, the, the adequate facilities are not there. I don't have the opportunity. Because there is no teacher. Or Adhyatma Shastrasya. Or the teacher, they may be there, but Shastra meaning, the scriptures may not be there, the, the texts may not be there in some part of the world. Desikala deva asambhavaha. Maybe there is no time. So maybe time is not available to pursue the study. The idea is that ideally speaking the study is pursued exclusively. And therefore one renounces all one's duties and goes to the teacher and then studies the scriptures. This is how the format of the study is ideally or traditionally. Suppose that is not possible for someone. Desha or a proper place is not available. So you require a certain atmosphere in order to pursue the study. Suppose such an atmosphere is not available. Suppose the time is not available. Suppose the texts are not available. Suppose the teacher is not available. 
or suppose the mind is not available, any one or more of these obstacles can be there which may deprive me of this vichara or inquiry upon the scriptures or inquiry or deliberation upon the scriptures. Any of these factors can be there. <coughs> so on account of the unavailability of the samagri, samagri means a requisite material. For example, you want to make tea, you require requisite material. You require water, you require tea bag, you require cream, you require sugar and things like that. So, all those things that make up the final product is called samagri or the material, the ingredients. Similarly also, the samagri is ingredients. And so also for, for study of the scriptures or deliberation upon them, various ingredients are required. The teacher is first of all, our own desire to study. That is the first ingredient. Secondly, availability of teacher. Thirdly, it should be convenient. Availability of time. Availability of place. Availability of proper text. By proper text, we mean the language, you know. For example, the texts are in Sanskrit. We don't have that language. In which case, the books are not available to us. So any one of these difficulties can be there. And therefore, on account of unavailability of ingredients, if one is not able to pursue vishara or inquiry uh, on Brahman, inquiry pertaining to Brahman, you vicharam nalabhade, one who is not able to do this vichara, Brahma upasita saha anisham. What should that person do? No problem. Brahma upasita. Let that person meditate on Brahman. So all that you require for meditation is only instruction, one instruction from the teacher. For meditation or worship, you require instructions once. Worship, Lord Dakshinamurthy, how to perform that worship, that method can be shown to you and you follow it. Because it is something that you can see. Or someone can tell you the method of meditation. Take this mantra and repeat in your mind and meditate in this way. So this instruction doesn't require much samagri or much ingredient. So, saha, that's what tat shrutva upagoroho shrutva upasade. It is true that even for performance of meditation, there must be a teacher, a competent teacher, and then getting the instruction about meditation from that competent teacher, one can meditate. Then you don't require to stay with the teacher and, you know, that continuous uh, listening, etc. is not required for meditation. Therefore it is said, saha anisham brahmupasita. Every day, every day or constantly, may that person meditate upon Brahman. If vichara or the inquiry upon Brahman is not possible for one or the other reasons. <coughs> so this is said. But before the author can proceed to talk about the meditation on Brahman, lots of questions arise. And those questions must be first dealt with before you can proceed, proceed with the actual topic of meditation on Brahman. So number of questions are there. Which questions also in fact it may look like a distraction, but now they also reveal the nature of Brahma <coughs> and in a way also explain the meditation also. So by way of the various, by way of raising various questions, the teacher here, number one, answers various doubts that can arise and in the very process also clarifies the subject matter under discussion. So this discussion in terms of various questions and so forth is also actually to the point or it is pertinent or relevant. So when it was said that this person should constantly meditate upon Brahman, getting instruction from the teacher, then the question arises, Nanu, 
निर्गुण ब्रह्म तत्व से तदुपासनम न घटते आयु सेइंग दैट वी शुड मेडिटेट अपॉन ब्रह्मन विदाउट एट्रीब्यूट निर्गुणम ब्रह्म गुण मीन्स क्वालिटीज और एट्रीब्यूट निर्गुण विदाउट क्वालिटीज और एट्रीब्यूट निर्गुणम ब्रह्म मीन्स ब्रह्मन विदाउट क्वालिटीज और विदाउट एट्रीब्यूट निर्गुण ब्रह्म तत्व से गुण निर्गुणम ब्रह्म मीन्स ब्रह्मन विदाउट डिवॉइड ऑफ एनी एट्रीब्यूट और क्वालिटीज तद उपासनम न घटते हाउ इज इट पॉसिबल टू मेडिटेट अपॉन ब्रह्मन बिकॉज मेडिटेशन इज पॉसिबल मेडिटेशन इज ए मेंटल एक्टिविटी एज एक्सप्लेन समाइम अगो मेडिटेशन इज वॉट मानस व्यापार मानस व्यापार मीन्स ए मेंटल एक्टिविटी नॉलेज इज नॉट ए मेंटल एक्टिविटी नॉलेज इज समथिंग दैट हैपन्स वेन द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ नॉलेज इज देयर and when the pramana meaning the means of knowledge also is there so this object is there in front of me my eyes are also open and the mind also is behind the eyes then the knowledge takes place it doesn't require any effort on my part meaning gnanam is what vastu tantram knowledge is that that is determined by the vastu or the object of knowledge and knowledge is as good as the object of knowledge it doesn't require any effort on the part of the person However, meditation is an is a mental act, and an act requires an individual effort. So, to pick up this piece, you know, to pick up this crystal in my hand or do whatever, that action requires a deliberation on my part. Action requires an effort on my part, and therefore there is a choice whether to do it or not do it, or whichever way to do. So, action depends upon the will of the person. Whereas the knowledge does not involve any will. Okay, so meditation is a mental action to be performed by me, the meditator. And what do you mean by meditation? Focusing my mind upon the object of meditation. So minus of vyapara, a mental activity. So our mind is nothing but a flow of thoughts, and usually. The object of every thought is different from every other thought. Never, the thoughts keep on flowing, but the object of the thought or the subject of the thought keeps on changing. And never, it is not called meditation. But only when the object of the thought, the focus of the thought, is the same object again and again. So, what is the what is the subject matter of the first thought? Dakshinamurti. Second thought, Dakshinamurti. Third thought, Dakshinamurti. Thus, all the thoughts are flowing with the same object or with the same focus, Dakshinamurti. Then we call it meditation upon Dakshinamurti. But one thought is Dakshinamurti, other thought is Ganesha, third thought is ceiling, fourth thought is wall, and like this, then it is not called meditation because the focus or the content of the thought keeps on changing. So, when the content of the thought is the same, then we call it meditation. And of course, it should be pertaining to Brahma. It should be pertaining to God. <coughs> so, since meditation is an activity, and it involves an object of meditation, it requires my mind to think of or visualize an object of meditation, or focus the attention on the object of meditation. The meditation can be performed only on that which has attributes, because the mind cannot think of attributeless Brahman. Brahman that is without attributes cannot become the object of thought. 
So, meditation being a mental activity, meditation is possible only per, about an object, which, about something which can be objectified. But nirguna brahma, brahman without attributes cannot be objectified. And therefore the question is, how do you say that one should meditate upon brahman? Which brahman is devoid of all the attributes, therefore cannot be object, objectified, and therefore cannot become the object of meditation. Ityashankya, this is the question. So you say that the one who cannot perform the vichara should constantly meditate upon Brahman, except that Brahman being without attributes cannot be objectified and therefore cannot become the object of meditation. You cannot meditate on Brahman. This is a doubt. Then this is okay. Upasanasya pratyavartirupatvat saguna brahmaniva nirguna epitatsambhavati So the question is that yes, meditation upon saguna brahman or meditation upon Brahman with attributes is possible. That's why meditation was defined as saguna brahma manasa vyaparaha. A, a mental activity or focusing of my mind upon saguna brahma or brahma with attributes. So that meditation is possible. So meditation on Dakshinamurti, that is meditation upon Brahman with attributes. Where we superimpose the idea of certain name and form or certain attributes upon Brahman and then we meditate. As a matter of fact, to say Father in heaven, that also is an attribute. You don't imagine a form of that Father, but you call him Father. So that itself brings a certain focus, a certain visualization in the mind, and therefore, then meditation is possible. He is our Father. <coughs> so yes, meditation upon Brahman with attributes is possible. How can you perform meditation upon Brahman without attributes? The answer first is given in a general way, that what is meditation? Meditation is nothing but repetition of the same thought. When the same thought is repeated, when the content of the thought is the same, that process is called meditation. So first thought also Dakshinamurti, second thought also Dakshinamurti, third thought also Dakshinamurti, then we call it meditation upon Dakshinamurti. Similarly he says, first thought is Nirguna Brahman, second thought also Nirguna Brahman, third thought also Nirguna Brahman, that way we meditate. <coughs> And so verse 55 gives that answer here. Nirguna Brahma Tattvasya Nirguna Brahma Tattvasya Nahyupaste Rasambhavaha Nahyupaste Rasambhavaha Saguna, saguna Brahmani Vatra Saguna Brahmani Vatra Pratyaya Vratti Sambhavad Pratyaya Vratti Sambhavad Nirguna Brahma Tattvasya Upastehe Na Asambhavaha Says Upastehe meaning the meditation upon Nirguna Brahma is not impossible. Why is it, how is it not impossible? Saguna Brahmaniva Atra Pratyaya Avarti Sambhavad Because in case of Nirguna Brahma also, what is meditation? Pratyaya Avartihi Avarti means repetition. Pratyaya means a cognition or a thought. So repeating the same thought is called meditation. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. Repeating the same thought is called meditation. So if that is the meditation then, just as meditation is possible upon Saguna Brahma, Brahma with attributes, so also meditation is possible upon Nirguna Brahma. It is possible to repeat the thought 
pertaining to Nirguna, Nirguna Brahma also, and therefore meditation on Nirguna Brahma can be performed in the same manner as meditation upon Saguna Brahma. Meditation upon Brahman without attributes can also be done in the same manner as meditation upon Brahman with attributes. So, meditation means pratya avrutthi, repetition upon pratya or repetition of a thought, and that can be done. <coughs> okay, then question arises. You say that meditation upon Nirguna Brahma is repeating the thought pertaining to Nirguna Brahma. That's what you say. But how can there be thought of Nirguna Brahma? That's the question. Naru, Nanu, Nirguna Sya Brahmana, Vang Manas Gochatva Bhavat, Nupasyatvam. Nirguna Sya Brahmana, Brahman, Nirguna Brahman, Brahman without attribute, is Vang Manas Gochatva Bhavat. Is beyond the scope of words in the, in the mind, thought. Yatovacho Nivartande, Aprapya Manasasaha. Brahman is that where the words, where the words along with the thought. So words along with the thought return from which without reaching, that is Brahman. So words cannot describe Brahman, thoughts cannot visualize Brahman or objectify Brahman. So Brahman is beyond the words and the thought. So Brahmanaha Vangmanas Gosaratva Abhavat. Since Brahman is not within the scope of the words or the thought, now Pasyatvam, how can you meditate upon Nirguna Brahma? Because for meditation, first of all you should receive instruction. If somebody gives you instruction, then the teacher has to use words to give you instructions. Except that words cannot describe Brahman. And for you to perform meditation according to those instructions, you should objectify or visualize Brahman. Again, Brahman is not within the scope of the thought. And therefore, since Brahman is beyond words in the thought, how is meditation possible? This is a question, a valid question. How can there be meditation upon, meditation upon Brahman when Brahman is beyond words? Therefore, it cannot be, meditation cannot be instructed. And it is beyond thought. And therefore, the student cannot visualize it in his mind. So, okay, if this is so, see the way the questions are raised and answers are given. Very interesting. Vedana Pakshevi, I am Doshaha Samanaha. All right, if you say that you cannot meditate upon Brahman, please tell us, how can you know Brahman? If Brahman cannot be meditated upon because it is beyond words and thought, we say that Brahman cannot be known also because how can you know anything? You can know something only when it can be visualized, it can be objectified. So knowledge also requires, for example, when the teacher unfolds Brahman, he uses words, and if Brahman is beyond words, then of course the teacher cannot communicate that. Or knowledge also requires that an object of knowledge should be objectified or visualized in the mind, and Brahman being beyond the thought cannot be objectified or visualized, Therefore, whatever difficulty is there in meditation upon Nirguna Brahma, the same difficulty is there about knowledge of Nirguna Brahma also. Vedana Pakshevi Ayam Doshaha Samanaha. This difficulty is the same in case of knowledge of Brahman also. <coughs> Ityaha, that is being said in the verse 56. Avang manasagamyam tata, avang manasagamyam tata, no pasya mitichetada, 
what you might call intellectual knowledge or paroksha jnanam, that becomes the basis for meditation upon Brahman. <coughs> okay, then the question is, Brahmanaha upasyatve sagunatvam prasajjeda. If you say that Brahman can be meditated upon, that means Brahman is now endowed with the attribute of meditatable, I don't know if you can use such a word. So Brahman, if you can meditate upon Brahman, then Brahman becomes what? Available for meditation. If you can think of Brahman, Brahman becomes what? Thinkable. So thinkability or meditatability becomes what? The attribute of Brahman. Because this so Brahman can be known. So knowability becomes the attribute. Brahman can be thought of, then thinkability becomes the attribute. Brahman can be meditated upon, then meditatability becomes the attribute of Brahman. So the, the questioner says that, if you in say that Brahman can be meditated upon, then that becomes a very attribute. Then sagunatvam prasajjeta, that means that Brahman is with attributes. Well, that itself becomes the attribute of Brahman. Vedyatrebi tat sagunatvam Then the answer is there. If you say that Brahman can be known, then Brahman is knowability. If Brahman can be known, and that you accept, then Brahman is knowability. That knowability itself becomes the attribute of Brahman. So if you say that Brahman becomes saguna or with attribute because it can be meditated upon, we say that Brahman will become sagunam because it can be known, then knowability or vedyatvam becomes the attribute of Brahman. Same problems arise. Whatever problems a person is raising with reference to meditation of Brahman, same problems are there with reference to knowledge of Brahman. This is the point that is being made. <coughs> Says the verse 58. Sagunatvamupasyatvad Sagunatvamupasyatvad Yadivetyatvatopitat Yadivetyatvatopitat Vetyatvatopitat Sagunatvam upasyatvat yadi. If you say that, since Brahman can be meditated upon, and therefore, that which can be meditated, that becomes the attribute of Brahman. So Brahman will be now, uh, will be, uh, will fall in the category of with attribute, because you say that it can be meditated upon. The vedyatvatovitatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
So words reveal Brahman not by vachyartha or the immediate or direct meaning, but words are able to point out Brahman by what we call lakshartha or implied meaning. So if you, therefore, Brahman remains beyond the scope of words and still Brahman is implied by the words. And that is how we say that Brahman remains without attribute even though Brahman can be known. Vedyam chet lakshanavrutya. So we say that Brahman can be known by lakshanavrutti, by implication, and not by vachyartha or by the direct meaning. And therefore there is no problem that Brahman, nirguna Brahman can be known through the words by lakshanavrutti. <coughs> Nanu lakshanavrutya vritti ashrayanat na vedyatve saguna prasangaha. Since we say that Brahman is known by lakshanavrutti, by implication, therefore, Brahman does not fall in the category of saguna. <coughs> this is fine. Upasana abhi tasaiva kriyadan. We say that upasana or meditation also may be performed in the same manner. Meaning the manner in which the words are able to reveal Brahman through lakshana or implication, let us say that in that manner may you meditate upon Brahman. <coughs> Lakshitam Samupasitam. May you meditate upon Brahman, which is the implied meaning of the words. Satyam Jnana Manantam Brahma. These words by implication reveal Brahman. Then by the same words you can meditate upon Brahman as that which is implied by these words. So you can meditate also in the same way. <coughs> Then the question is, Nano Brahmanaha Upasyatvam Shrutya Nishidhyade. But look, Upanishad itself says that Brahman cannot be meditated upon. But that which is meditated upon or worshipped is not Brahman. This is what Upanishad says. Can Upanishad says? <coughs> so, now the, the questioner says, but Upanishad itself denies the uh, meditation in Brahman, meaning that Brahman, that which can be meditated upon is not Brahman. That's what Upanishad says. Thereby Upanishad says that Nirguna Brahman or Brahman without attributes cannot be object of meditation. Then how do you talk of meditation on Brahman? This is the question in the next verse 59. Brahma Vidhita Devatvam Brahma Vidhita Devatvam Natvidam Yadupasade Natvidam Yadupasade Itishrute Rupasyatvam Itishrute Rupasyatvam Nishiddham Brahmano Yadi Nishiddham Brahmano Yadi This whole verse is of the nature of question. <coughs> See, in Kenopanishad there are various passages. One of the passages from Kenopanishad reads like this. Yen manasan manude Yen ahur manomadam Tadeva brahmatvam vidhi Nedam yadidamu pasade Says Kinopanishad Yen manasan manute That which cannot be thought of or that which cannot be comprehended by the mind Yen ahur manomadam But that because of which the mind is able to comprehend So how Brahman is is, is described or revealed in Kenopanishad, that which cannot be comprehended by the mind, 
but that because of which the mind comprehends. That which cannot be revealed by the speech, but that because of which the speech reveals. That which cannot be seen by the eyes, but that because of which the eyes see. That which cannot be heard by the ears, but that because of which the ears hear. That which cannot be comprehended by the mind, but that because of which the mind can, mind comprehends, know that to be Brahman. Tadeva Brahmatvam Vidhi. Know that to be Brahman. Nedam Yadidam Upasate. But not that which people worship or meditate as idam, as this. Meaning, that which people meditate upon as idam or this, as something different from them, that is not Brahman. Because whatever can be meditated upon is the object of thought. So the object of meditation is that which can be comprehended by the mind. Upanishad says, Brahman is that which cannot be comprehended by the mind, but that because of which the mind comprehends, know that to be Brahman, and also positively says, Nedam yadidam upasate. That which people worship as Ram, that is not Brahman. It is Shrutihi, Upasasya Brahmatvam Nishedhayati. So this Upanishadic passage clearly says that that which Upasyam, that which can become the object of meditation, cannot be Brahman. Yadi Manyase Suvedeti, Dharamevapinunam Vethatvam Brahmana Rupam. Says Kenopanishad, the teacher takes the student, you know, he tests the student. Yadi Manyase Suvedeti, if you say that you know Brahman very well, Dharamevapinunam Vethatvam Brahmana Rupam, then definitely you know only a small, in small fraction of Brahman. Because when someone comes and says, yes, I know Brahman, that means that he sees something in his mind which he interprets as Brahman. Which is Brahman all that, but what? One aspect of Brahman. What the mind can visualize or what the mind can perceive is going to be an extremely limited thing. And therefore, if you say that you, you know Brahman very well, which means that you are objectifying Brahman or you are taking something which your mind perceives or objectifies as Brahman, then may you know that you know only a small fraction of Brahman. <coughs> Maybe you are taking some devata or some god as Brahman or you are taking somebody in from the human form as Brahman and that's what you seem to take. Therefore, te asano mimam samiram. It, you have to inquire and you have to reflect upon it further. This is how the teacher told the student. And so, in short, the point that is made is Upasasya Brahmatvam Nishedhayati. The Shruti dismisses or refutes in this manner that whatever is Upasya, whatever is worshipped, the object of worship cannot be Brahman because it is going to be limited. Tvam yat avangmanasangamyam Tadeva Brahma Vidhi, and that's the teacher says, that may you know that to be Brahman which is not within the scope of the mind. And another statement was said, that which cannot be revealed by the speech, but that because of which the speech reveals. Meaning Brahman is beyond the speech. So thus the teacher says, may you know Brahman as that which is beyond the speech, beyond the organs of perception, and beyond the mind. <coughs> Idamidi yattu upasade purushaha. But then these people, they worship or meditate upon what they call Brahman as idam, as this, as an object of meditation. Tat Brahmana iti vidhi. That is not Brahman. And thus Upanishad clearly says 
that that which can be meditated upon is not Brahman. So this is the question. And here you are saying that you meditated upon Brahman, whereas Kena Upanishad clearly says that that which can be meditated upon is not Brahman. <coughs> okay. So what's your answer now? The answer is Upasyatpavat Vedyatvasyavi Tannishedaha Samanaha He says May you study the Upanishad in, in, you know, closely. Then you will find that just as Kino Upanishad, the Upanishad has dismissed the, uh, the available meditation upon Brahman, when Upanishad clearly says that Brahman, that which can be meditated upon is not Brahman, that very same Upanishad also says that that which can be known also is not Brahman. So if that Upanishad dismisses the meditation, meditability, meditatability of Brahman, the very same Upanishad also dismisses the knowability of Brahman. So if you say that Brahman cannot be meditated, according to that Upanishad, if Brahman cannot be meditated upon, it cannot be known also. And that is quoted here in the verse 16. Upasyatpavat vedyatvasyabhi tannishedah samanaha. If Upasyatvam is, is negated, then Vedyatvam, the knowability, also is negated. So Upas, Upasana means meditation. Upasyam, that which is meditated upon. So you are given those words there. Dhyata, Dhyanam, Dhyayam. Dhyata, meditator. Dhyayam, that which is meditated upon. Dhyanam, meditation. Same way. Upasaka, the meditator. Upasyam, that which is meditated upon. And Upasanam, meditation. <coughs> so Upasyam means that which is meditated upon. Upasyatva becomes the abstract noun. That's why I use the word meditatability, you know, making an abstract noun. So that Upasyatva in, is negated in Brahman, then the answer is Vedyatva. There is this Tripudi, this triad everywhere. The knower, known, knowledge. The meditator, meditated upon and meditation. The worshipper, worshipped and worshipped. Seer, seen and seeing. Everywhere this triad is. <coughs> and therefore, even the knowability in Brahman also is negated by the same Upanishad. That is said in the verse 60 here. Vedita Danya Deveti Vedita Danya Deveti Shruter Vedyatva Masyana Shruter Vedyatva Masyana Yatha Shrutyaiva Vedyam Chet Yatha Shrutyaiva Vedyam Chet Tatha Shrutya Pipasyadam Tatha Shrutya Pipasyadam Viditat Anyadevaiti Shrutehe Vedyatu Masina. Again, another famous statement from Kenopanishad. Anyadevatad Viditat Atho Aviditat Adhi. So, here the translator of the Panchasi is not given many notes. Somewhere he is given, but he is not quoted, given, not given all these quotations. As the translator of the Vedanta Sara has given many quotations also. This author has not done it everywhere, in some places he has done. But this verse refers to the statement from the Kyanopanishad, 
अन्य देवत द्विदितात असो अविदितात अधी न तत्र चक्षुर्गछति न वागछति न मन न विद्म न विजानीम यथैदुष्यादीचर टू द स्टूडेंट यत्र चक्षु न गच्छति व्हाट इज ब्रह्मन दैट वेर द आईज डू नॉट हैव रीच सो दैट विच इज वेर द आईज के नॉट रीच न वाग गच्छति दैट वेर द स्पीच के नॉट रीच न मन That is where the mind does not reach. Meaning, that is that which is beyond the scope of the eyes. Meaning, the organs of perception, that which is beyond the scope of the words or speech, and that which is beyond the scope of the mind. Na vidmaha, we do not know. Na vijani maha, we do not understand. Katham etad anushishyaat. How to impart the instruction on this? We do not understand. The teacher says, we already told you what Brahman is. Shrotrasta shrotram. मनसह मन वाचो वाचम इट इज द इयर ऑफ द इयर द माइंड ऑफ द माइंड द स्पीच ऑफ द स्पीच एंड दिस इज हाउ ब्रह्मन वॉज वॉज डिस्क्राइब दैट स्टूडेंट्स इज इट वॉट इज दिस इयर ऑफ द इयर द माइंड ऑफ द माइंड द स्पीच ऑफ द स्पीच दैट इज नॉट द वे टू डिस्क्राइब डिस्क्राइब ब्रह्मन डायरेक्टली सॉरी वी कैन नॉट डिस्क्राइब ब्रह्मन डायरेक्टली वाय न तत्र चक्षुर गच्छति Because eyes or the organs of perception have no reach, it cannot be perceived. Then describe in words, na vagachchadi. Even the words also do not reach, meaning it is not within the scope of words. Then let me visualize, na mana ha. Even the mind also does not go there, and therefore we do not know and we do not understand. In what other manner we can reveal to you Brahman other than the way we have revealed? We do not know yatha etat anushishyat. How to give instruction upon Brahman in a manner other than what we have done, we do not understand. Then also the student must have insisted, anyhow you must give me some instruction. Then the teacher gives a very famous statement which is coming down, a traditional statement. Anyadevatat viditat aso aviditat adhi. Brahman is different from viditam meaning known. Brahman is different from that which is known. Oh, does it mean Brahman is unknown? He says, no. Avidhitaat adhi. It is different from that which is unknown. So Brahman is different from the known and Brahman is different from the unknown. This is how Brahman was revealed in Kena Upanishad. So teacher says, Brahman is different from that which is known. If Kenopanishad says that Brahman is different from that which is meditated upon, the very same Upanishad also says Brahman is different from that which is known. <clears throat> so horn or something? Anya Devatat Vidat Aso Avidat Adhiti. ब्रह्मण वेद्यत्व भी निवारायदी एंड द वेरी सेम श्रुति ऑल्सो निगेट्स ए वेद्यत्व और नोएबिलिटी ऑफ ब्रह्मन बाय सेइंग दैट ब्रह्मन इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम दैट व्हिच इज नोन वेदिता ज्ञाता इत्यर्थः अविदिता अज्ञाता इत्यर्थः मीनिंग ब्रह्मन इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम द नोन एंड ब्रह्मन इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम द अननोन <coughs> 
ऑलराइट वेदिता वेदिताभ्याम अन्यत ब्रह्म स्थिति प्रतिपादी क्वेश्चन दैट इज एक्सैक्टली हाउ ब्रह्मनिस्ट विनोन श्रुति टेल्स इज दैट ब्रह्मनिस्ट विनोन इज डिफरेंट फ्रॉम द नोन एज वेल एज अ नोन सो नो इट दैट वे चेत तथा जानियाद आशंक्य उपासने which is different from the known and the unknown you meditate like this if knowledge is possible meditation also should be possible if knowability if, medi- if it can be meditated upon it can be known also if it can be known then it can be meditated also okay we'll continue the discussion tomorrow <coughs> पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णमुद्यते पूर्ण से पूर्णमा पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओ शाशाशाशंकराचार्य केशव बादरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवतनशरो गुरुरात्मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमद्यादेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम ओ शाशाशाशा हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम